G'day. Welcome to the Careers in Agriculture podcast. I'm Ollie Lalieve, the founder of Humans of Agriculture. When it comes to jobs, my mates make a few jokes that I've had more staff than far out, but that also means I've done a couple of interviews as well. <laughs> Some better than others. Now, at Humans of Agriculture, and something that I'm also really deeply passionate about, is supporting the evolution of agriculture businesses and showcasing the incredible opportunities that exist in the industry that we know and love to people from all sorts of backgrounds. We want to showcase everything from farm to fork and beyond, but we want to do it by turning the job interview on its head and ask some questions of the people that, well, they could be your next manager. So let's get into it. Tom Carr, it's good to be sitting down with you. We're going to chat about a couple of roles that Warwick here have coming up, but I think first and foremost, this one's going to be in your backyard down there at Orange Park. Mate, how are you getting on? Yeah, good, Ollie. Yeah, yeah. We've, uh, as we we're talking earlier, like it's been a bit of a wet start for us. Um, we've had a yeah, good, good dry period now, a couple of days, um, and the forecast is looking good. But um, yeah, getting some crop in the ground, and uh, we're over the over the hump of sowing, and um, yeah, we're on the uh, home stretch. So yeah, looking forward to finishing off and um, getting a bit of a uh, yeah break after after the busy period. I bet. And whereabouts in the world is Orange Park? Yeah, so we're um we're about uh what would be fifty minutes southwest of um of Wagga Wagga, um in southern New South Wales. Uh, we're an eighty two hundred hectare um dry land cropping um farm. Um we predominantly grow wheat, barley, canola, um a few grain legumes and then we also grow some grazing crops um for sheep. So we um we play around in the sheep game a little bit too. Um mostly trade lambs and, and fatten them off and sell them. So yeah, there's plenty going on 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 this place. Enough to keep you busy. And one part in the the cog that is Warakiri cropping. Can you tell me a little bit about Warakiri as a broad business? Yeah, so um, Warakiri is a um, we're owned um, by Rest Super, so Australian owned super farm. Um, yeah, which is a really uh, really exciting part and or exciting exciting thing that we can um, showcase. Um, but yeah, we're, uh, we've got farms across, um, three main regions in Australia, um, what we call the Northern region, um, which is around that Dolby, um, Dolby, uh, Northern New South Wales area, uh, the Southern region. So we've got a couple of farms around us here at, uh, in the Riverina, and then also some farms down in the Mallee, um, down in Victoria. Um, and then there's also our Western region over in WA. So, um, yeah, there's a, there's several farms over there. So collectively we're 11 farms across Australia, um, total aggregation of about 150,000 hectares. So, um, and I can't give you a people number, Ollie, but yeah, lots of people in that, in those cogs you can imagine. So. And so you started as a graduate a few years ago, you're now managing Orange Park, but like. Have you worked across quite a few of those different properties and regions over your time? Yeah, so part of the grad program, um, it's a really exciting thing, and I'm sure we'll touch on it more. Um, but um, in your first couple of years, you get to travel around the business um, and actually experience um, lots of different farming systems. Um, that was one of my things coming out of uni was to try and get as much experience as I can on multiple farming or multiple farms. Um, but yeah, I was lucky enough to go to Esperance um, for a cut uh, or for a year. Um, so I was over there in, in 2018, um, yeah, which I experienced one of their, one of their biggest years there, which was exciting. Um, and then also, yeah, got to come to the Riverina for nine months, um, and then went to Melbourne for three months, um, in that time. But also like throughout those years, like, although I was stationed at those farms and in Melbourne, you get an opportunity to go to 
conferences and uh, farm tour days on most farms. So I was quite lucky I got to visit a lot of the farms in my first couple of years with the business and um, and meet a lot of the, the farm managers um, in those areas. That's so exciting. And so now, as the manager at Orange Park, can you tell me a little bit about your team, how many people you've got and what are the roles that different people have? Yep. So this farm's changed a little bit in the last few years, given its in- intensification with, um, yeah, we've got more, we own our own headers and we own our own cedars. So um, yeah, we, we have, uh, we, we have a mechanical, a mechanic role, um, which are generally responsible for all the maintenance and care of, um, all of all our equipment on farm. Um, and then we've also got, um, several machinery operators. Um, and we also have a, a livestock overseer now as well to sort of help assist with the sheep program. So collectively we run about, um, eight labor units on farm, um, predominantly all living around the Lockhart area. Um, obviously ha- as we grow, housing's always a bit of a, a, a battle but um yeah we get we get um people on farm as much as we can um and yeah um try and keep them embedded in the community as much as we can because yeah that's one of our big pillars is to try and bring community engagement and, you know you can imagine eight people or eight families in the in the in the in our business in on our farm is um yeah can have quite an impact on the community absolutely maybe a few footy players or so in there <laughs> footy players and netballers as well for the local town and there's a couple yeah there's a couple <laughs> Now you you are looking for a senior diesel mechanic, so it is obviously an on farm role. But can you tell me a little bit about why, like, why are you guys looking for this role now, and who who's going to make a good fit for it? Yep. So we're um, we're looking for a senior diesel mechanic, as you mentioned. Um, that that person is generally responsible for um, not only our scheduled maintenance, but also about our like reactive kind of um, call out work. Um, we've got a good workshop here at Orange Park. Um, yeah, which is located pretty well eight k's from town, um, and yeah, it's got a, a workshop hoist. Uh, it's not yet put up, but yeah, we, I have all intentions for the for the applicant to come on board and, and really take ownership of, of that workshop and make it their their place and um, and manage the organisation and uh, and yeah and what goes in and out of that workshop. Um, you sort of have to be a bit reactive and quick thinking, um, but also like problem solving is a is a big attribute um that i'd, I'd want to look for um and really like the organization side of things is quite paramount because uh, we have things from um, trucks we've got three prime movers on farm as well as a uh, several other heavy rigid vehicles um so we're really looking for someone who, who can really structure that scheduled maintenance uh, not only for rego checks and things um that we have as a as a legal requirement but also just to um, make our gear last essentially like we, we buy expensive bits, bits of equipment and um, want to make them last as long as we can. Sure. Tell me around, what are some of the characteristics of someone that's going to make a good team member for, I guess, your direct team, but actually part of Warrakiri cropping as well? Damn. Community engagement and uh, and team player, I think. Um, those two are, are two of my strongest pillars that I, I try and think of uh, when I think of someone to join our team, you need to be able to have the communication, but also I think just being a part of the team and getting along and building relationships with people. Um, in this role, you've got to talk to contractors for parts and the more the more rapport you can build with parts interpreters, I guarantee you the better and uh, quicker response you'll get with parts. So you imagine parts are pretty in, uh, in short supply at the moment, so every little bit counts. So being a friendly um friendly person and uh yeah and a, a good team team player i think um 
Yeah, certainly goes a long way to uh, to get those uh, bits and pieces that you might require at the drop of a hat because uh, generally that's when uh, when it counts, when we need to get parts at short notice and, and uh, yeah, trying, as I said before, about problem solving, trying to come up with other ways um, to do to get things moving but also to be safe as well. It's a real opportunity to make it your own, like with the workshop. Like I guess it's a rarity that, um, as a mechanic, you can just come out or come and bring your trade and just work on tractors and, and work on engines. But this is an opportunity to be able to work on augers, bearings, welding. The list is endless. Like it, it can be quite confronting, but like I guess it's also an element to be able to train other farm staff to be able to do their own small time maintenance. So it's a bit about delegation to be able to like the small bits and pieces. We've got a few people on farm now that can do those bits and pieces. Um, but just, we, we would like to have someone responsible for being able to keep track of all those mechanics, um, as the team grows and as, as the amount of machines grow on farm and as they get older, they need different levels of, um, attention, I guess. So it's a, it's a, like, yeah, I've been thinking about this a lot of, it's an interesting opportunity for someone to be able to come in and make the workshop theirs and, and, uh, yeah, sort of start your own business, but being a bit of a. A business yourself if that makes sense like you know we, we want to use technologies for qr codes and technology to be able to keep track of databases of when things need maintenance uh, what when scheduled maintenance is coming up and we've got really good john deere gear and things like that so yeah and on top of obviously the a package that comes with this you mentioned housing can be difficult so what is what are people getting as part of the role yeah part of this role we, we supply housing on farm um and yeah, that covers everything from rent to, um, to utilities, everything like that. We all cover that. Um, and then also we supply a, a farm vehicle, um, farm ute, and yeah, with restriction, you know, um, you know, they get to get used to the farm ute, um, to go from A to B where we're spread out quite well across, across our district here. We're probably 60 Ks north, south and east, west out of Lockhart. So there's a fair bit of driving around the place. Um, but also with this role, um, we've got our own little service truck. So the diesel mechanic would essentially be able to kit that out um, for the requirements for that period, whether it be seeding. We generally put all of our sewing, um, sewing gear and things and sewing spare parts in it. And then over harvest, we do the same thing for harvest spares. So, um, yeah, a couple of the perks with, with, with like the service truck and the, uh, and the ute in the house, it, it really provides a, a great place to, um, yeah, to work. So I'm going to ask you to... Give us the pitch. So if, if you were talking to me and I had the skills, I don't, we'll forget about that part, but <laughs> if, um, if I had the skills, I'd love for you to sell me the job. Why should I come and join your team, be part of Warwick Kiri Cropping and make uh, Lockout hat? Well, Ollie, we're a, uh, we're a family-driven um, team and, and we like to engage um, not only at work but outside of work. Um, we like to, you know, we, we used to, um, over summer, we have like summer bowling programs like um, barefoot bowls to, for community engagement. Um, so that's always a good bit of a fun on a Thursday night. Um, but I quite often tell the guys and, and I tell a few people that um, we in our industry, we, uh, we pay one person, but we employ a family. Um, so I think like bringing on and engaging the family <clears throat> on farm and um, whether it's kids, a wife, partner, whatever it might be, engaging the whole crew because it is a big, 
big um, big move to come and move onto a farm and it's a lifestyle change. So I think making people feel welcome and and um, going out for dinners and things like that. Like we've also got to you spend more time with the people that work in our in our case and what you nearly do at home. So uh, making people feel comfortable and and enjoy their time at work is um, is yeah is fundamental, I guess. And um, yeah, really like to you know we do uh, barbecues and things like that. Um, but also when the time comes to get stuff done, we we all chip in and and uh, yeah get the job done. So um, come and see, I guess, Ollie. <laughs> yeah, that uh, sounds sounds pretty good. And I love that you guys have that balance that that the workplace isn't the only place that you're going to get to know your teammates and interact. I guess with the families as well. It actually really is a, a community piece. Yeah, that's right. And also, I guess the work life balance is always one that we you know always pub talk. General pub talk is like, I worked sixteen hour days or twenty hour days and things like that. Like I think those days are gone. Um, like we try and like we've obviously got our busy sowing and harvest times that you know we we all chip in and as I said earlier just get those get those fundamentals done. But it's in those quiet times that we take the time to to get our rest and and look out for each other. To you know we we work in a bit of a plan to get people the break they need to then reset to be ready for those busy periods. So um, yeah, we've uh, we go a bit do a bit of water skiing and stuff over summer and try and break it up a bit. So so Tom, what are some of the extras and inclusions and maybe some of the perks of someone joining your team and Warakiri cropping. Yeah, well, something something that's just changed recently that um, has been uh, implemented into our business is um, the change in what used to be called the maternity leave is now called parental leave or 12 weeks parental leave. Um, so as I said, that entitles um, employees to 12 weeks of, of paid parental leave um, for the period when, the, you know, um, when you, you you have a child born or, or the like so um for an example our CIO has just taken that so it's a it's a great indication that no matter where you are in the business that um yeah that you you can take the time and and actually um as I spoke to earlier about um yeah like family and being family orientated um yeah taking the time to for those for those key and and life-changing moments um is pretty important so that's a fantastic part of our business and also to support family we have a a five thousand um, dollar bonus to support um, childcare or, or, or nannies or the like um, when you've been with the business for a while. So yeah, really exciting and really valuable perks for um, for employees to join our business. And one other one as well. So obviously, the the senior diesel um, mechanic is going to join your team directly, but also you guys get the whole national team together at least once a year, but also different parts of the business together at different stages. Yeah, so we have um, things called the the PPGs or what we call our peer profit groups. Um, and as I spoke to you about our regions, they're, they're identified for each region. So we have a north, south and west PPG. And all the farms teams get together from those regions into one place. We try and go to different places every time for something a bit different. Um, and we talk um, anything from team building to strategies around where we go to next um, to yeah, developing our people and... and um, yeah, but also more importantly, I think, like just getting to know one another and um, just that social interaction so that when I'm on the phone to somebody and, and you know, I'm talking to somebody in Western Australia or, or another region, I've, I might have met them before because we not only do our region PPGs, but there's also opportunities for people from other regions to attend those PPGs as well. So um, someone from, you know, the Southern New South Wales team might go over to the Western PPG and and learn some things about what they're doing in the West and vice versa. So 
Um, we also, yeah, we have our national conference, um, which is obviously uh, starting to get back up again now that COVID's sort of moving on. So um, that's a really great opportunity for the whole business to get together and, and yeah, cover some similar topics. So, uh, yeah, great way to interact with other with other farmers and other members of Warwickiri. <laughs>